What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. You're listening to the sultry tones of someone who's sultry. been sick for God going on two weeks now. I'm slowly dying inside, but I slowly am sacrificing myself for this podcast. That's my co-host Casino, right hey, there. That's He's me. Bringing, bringing back Beanie Fridays. Uh, that's a nice beanie. Looks, Thank you. Looks homemade. It was uh, one of my uh, coworkers' moms actually made a whole bunch for the <laughs> for the employees. Damn, that's actually very nice. Yeah, it's a nice looking beanie. You're pulling it off well, but how are you doing, Casino? I'm good. I'm dodging the COVID right now. My wife's sick in the other room, and my kid and I, we've been uh, trying our best to avoid it so far. We are good, but uh, we shall see. Yeah. My wife. Oh, Jesus. My Man, wife? This is just gonna, yeah. This is just going to hurt everybody else's voice listening to me, but my wife and kid had it twice and i avoided it both times and then i got it and they avoided it for me so it is doable casino even if you live in the same house fingers are crossed man but what is not avoidable is josh allen beating your new england patriots i already called it i told you that's what was going to happen i know and i picked i picked your patriots i had faith but they're too they're too beat up but um that's not the talking point of the game what is the talking point of the game for you? Pretty much uh, Je- uh, Mac Jones being upset about them not going for longer passes and just doing too much in the run game and dumb passes. That was kind of his interview. He didn't straight out say, I'm frustrated with the um, coaches, but he was like, you know, it's on me. He was kind of want to see us to do a little more, you know, with the deeper threat than the, you know, with the check downs. He's like, it, it works. And, He's like, you know, that's that's where my frustration was because he was showing frustration on the sideline. Um, and so yeah. he got who, asked. Who do you think he was yelling at on the sidelines? I He said it wasn't directed towards anybody. Um, I honestly don't think it was. I, I mean, if anybody, it's kind of just hopefully it reaches the coach's ears um, to actually go for longer passes instead of just uh, running game consistently. And even though I love seeing – my our high school um uh do well with uh Ramondre Stevenson um it's fun seeing him play and, and do well but um I, I think it was more general to lies to everybody um just like hey why don't you trust me and we could do a little bit more deep throws here hey yeah our our receivers want it I want it the fans want it uh the people who watch football games want to see it because you know, this defensive off uh, defensive coordinator being the offensive coordinator has not worked for the majority of the season. So why Shocker. would they not try to mix it up? But even then, I mean, they're still six and six. We're talking about them like they're you know two and six or whatever. They're still in the hunt. They're still you know right what we there. Should do? We should just auto tune you for the rest of the day for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. I know. It hurts. It hurts, but I'm committed to this podcast. Unlike my, me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> my my <laughs> wife was like, it's me or the podcast. And I said, it's the podcast. 
she said, I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving. And I said, I got a podcast to record. So bye-bye. And then <laughs> the doctor said, you could lose your voice forever. And I said, I need to record this podcast. And I gave him the bird and walked and put these cans on casino. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are. But I thought <laughs> the big news you would say coming out of this game is the rumors that I don't know how they got started. I don't know where they came from. But all of a sudden, now there's talk about Tom Brady coming back to the Patriots. I heard that where like did last, this come from? I don't know. I heard it last week, and I don't buy it. I don't buy it one bit. No. Especially because he's clearly winning in the Brady-Belichick like feud. So... Why would he come back and help Belichick? He's winning. Like, I don't know. But would you, percentage-wise, of you think that he could possibly come back? Go with my favorite number. I'll say 4%. 4%. Uh, I would say, I don't think he's coming back to Tampa Bay next next year. Oh, no. He's either I think he fucking hates it else. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no. his, his ultimate dream is ultimate dream is to go to San Fran and win the ship there. Just, I mean, yeah, take, take Jimmy Garoppolo out of there. Even though I like Jimmy Garoppolo and you put Brady in that system over there. Huh? Yeah. Well, there's also rumors that he wants to come to here, uh, Vegas. I think those are the two leading candidates. If Josh McDaniels last, but. I mean, that's a real question because I don't think he's done anything this season to prove that they made a mistake firing him in Denver. Like, I don't think he's a good head coach. I really oh, no, don't. No. And, 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 and everything that we've watched from this season, this is not on Brady. Like, he's hitting literally people in their hands in the end zone, and they're dropping it. Like, it's, yeah. it's hitting them in their hands. They, they've already got a hands on the football, and they don't reel it in. What happened to those two, Godwin and Evans, like mainly those two, what happened to them? Like they just, they forget how to play wide receiver. Well, and they still have a top six defense in the league. So the defense is holding up their end of the bargain, but we've talked about this for weeks. They just can't score touchdowns. Like, and from what you said is true, where they haven't had a running game except for the past two weeks. And then before that, they had no running game. Nobody could catch anything and they just weren't scoring touchdowns. Like it's the, it's honestly the better version of what Denver is, right? Because Denver has this also great defense, but they're even worse offensively. So at least they're not, you know, that's worst case scenario to what they could be. So it could be Denver. That's fair enough. Uh, but any takeaways from the game last night, other than the, from the actual game itself um no not really to be honest i i knew that's kind of what it was going to be um i'm kind of belichick had weird uh his not his typical uh game management with his timeouts i thought those were weird he was talked about in the press conference that he was going back to um when he, when they played the Ravens, um, yada, yada, yada. So he, he, he was doing it for an actual reason. He wasn't just having Alzheimer's for being as old as he is. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's all right. He, it is what it is. I knew that we were gonna. I knew we were gonna lose that game. Well, it is weird to see Belichick now, like, have to step on the field with a team that he knows is, he knows his team is worse than the team they're playing because what he didn't have to do that for almost 20 years, like where he knew every game he was at least as good, if not better than the opposing team. And now we've seen the past two seasons where it's just like, oh, I'm playing against a Bills team that's on paper, on the field, any way you want to slice it, way better than my team. And this has kind of been the result, right? Like it's just he wins as many as he loses and – I still think he's the best football coach ever, but I do think that if he keeps continuing this where it's just his team wins as much as they lose since Brady left, I think there is just going to be that he couldn't get it done without Brady kind of stigma to him. I agree. All right, let's jump into the rest of the games this week on maybe the best week we've had this season just in terms of matchups like there is a lot of damn good games uh and that all being said let's start with a shit one because it's just in the order uh we have the four and eight green bay packers at the three and nine chicago bears i believe uh just so justin fields will be playing in this game i do not know if it'll be rogers i'm assuming it'll be rogers um, I really hope it's not. <laughs> I would like to see. I think this game would be interesting if it was Justin Fields versus uh, who's their backup? Uh, Jordan Love. I yeah. do think that would be more interesting. But I and, think... you know what? Love came in and he didn't have bad numbers when he came in and replaced. Uh, no, replaced. He got a touchdown. Um, no picks. Right, yeah, it was no picks. He was like seventy five percent on his complete. Uh, comp- I don't have it pulled up, but. He, he, yeah, he 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 did what he was supposed to come in and do, you know, trying to come off the bench and win that game. Tough to do, but well, I mean, I mean he also came in when it was already garbage time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It was tough for him to come in and like you know do anything from it, but he did yeah. fine. He did, but good. no, he looked good. He looked good when he was in it. Like, and if Rogers is really as banged up as he's leading everyone to believe, like the Packers are out of it. They're four and eight. They're not getting their three and a half games behind the commanders. Like they're not getting in the playoffs. So I know he did that press conference where he was talking about, oh, I'll only sit if we're like mathematically eliminated. Like you don't need to be mathematically eliminated. You're eliminated. You're not making the playoffs. There's nothing. You guys can win out. You're not making the playoffs in the NFC, maybe the AFC, but the NFC you're done. No, he's done. So that all being said, I do think because Rodgers is playing this game, I think you have to go the Packers, right? He has an unbelievable record against the Bears. I don't think the Bears, they have no one on defense to stop them. They traded away all their good players. Justin Fields puts up crazy, crazy numbers, and then he just disappears in the fourth quarter, and he can't complete a pass. And then the Bears always, we've talked about this for a month now. The Bears will be leading by two touchdowns going into the second half of the game, and then they'll lose by a field goal or 10 points, and you'll be like, they were winning for three quarters. How the fuck did this happen, bud? So you're going with Green Bay? I'm going with Green Bay 
Aaron Rodgers. I'm going uh, with Chicago. Oh, what's your reasoning on that casino? Make the case. Will I grab the binder? It's kind of like that Jacoby Brissett thing where you can't trust them. Like for Chicago, um, they have the leads. They can't get the, they can't close out a game, but every now and then they get one. And I think Chicago really wants to get this one. Uh, Rogers, if he does start and he goes in, he starts performing slightly, you know, under par because of, you know, getting taken out the other day. And um, I, I think that uh, he'll start getting frustrated. And then when, when, and if Jordan Love comes in off the bench and replaces him, um, is he going to be able to come back and win them the game when they're probably down by a touchdown? Um, I'm, I just really want to see Chicago win. So I'm going to go with that. And I just have a feeling that Chicago wants this one bad. And I think Rogers just mentally coming back from injuries. If things aren't going his way, he's not going to blame it on himself getting injured or he will, uh, but he'll, he'll blame it on pretty much everything, but poor play. What? That doesn't sound like him. Yeah. So uh, um, I'm, I'm going to take Chicago on this one. All right. Let's go to the next game here, which is, as I'm slowly dying, the four and seven Pittsburgh Steelers at the five and seven Falcons. Who you got, Casino? Oh, man. No matter how much I want to say Falcons because I like Mariota and they are. Uh playing at home i am gonna take the favorite by one i'm gonna take pittsburgh on this one um they don't look good you know they're four and seven but i think they'll just find a way to win it out um pickett has been awful mariota's been decent but um i just think pittsburgh somehow some way will figure this guy on out probably on harris's back but um that's where i'm gonna roll with this one um, even though Mariota, he, he has been playing decent. Um, yeah, I, I just think uh, this is kind of a gamble with the roll of a dice, but I am going to take Steelers on this one over the Falcons. Um, to be honest, I don't know what to make of this game. This just seems uh, like it, it, it's Steelers minus one. Like it's yeah, it's a, I mean, it deserves to be a pick them. Like I honestly would have thought it would have been. Yeah, one, one and a half. You said it's one and a half, right? No, just one. Oh, yeah. Like, this just seems like a toss-up. Neither of these teams are going the right direction. Uh, I think the I think I'm going to go with the Steelers. The Steelers look like they, yeah, figured something out. They look like they have a little something against, I mean, I know that game against the Colts wasn't the best, but Kenny Pickett at least shows something i don't know what it is i don't think he's a good quarterback but he has like that win no matter what kind of mentality that i like and we both love mariota but he feels like he's kind of reverting he's re- back yeah, to yeah he's he's reached his point in the season he's just going to go backwards yeah and this is why he has never been a starter and this is why he can't stay a starter because he doesn't have that consistency so i am going to go I'm going to agree with you and go Steelers also because I really feel like Mike Tomlin really loves that stat where he's never had a losing season. And I feel like he 
I feel like he cares about that more than he lets on. So they need to start uh, racking up some wins here. Because, I mean, they have their four and seven. They have Falcons, Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. So if they can beat one of those, one of the, the Ravens one time, like they can definitely win Falcons, Panthers, Raiders, and then Browns. Who even knows what the Browns are going to be with Deshaun Watson coming back? So he, I think awful. Oh, we'll get to the, well. Actually, let's just segu right to that game, Casino. Maybe I mean on paper this game looks fucking awful, but everybody's going to be watching it to see what Deshaun Watson looks like. The four and seven Cleveland Browns at the one nine and one Houston Texans. The obviously returning Deshaun Watson will be starting his first game ever as a Brown. Uh, David Njoku has been ruled out, which is great because I just picked him up in fantasy. So glad that news broke three hours ago. Uh, who you got for this game, Casino? Oh, I'm going Cleveland. I mean, even even if Watson's bad, I, Houston is just unwatchable. I don't think I've watched more than two full quarters of a Houston game this year. Let's see. Well, they played the Eagles. So I watched that whole game and then didn't they have a game in primetime? Weren't they on like a Thursday night game a couple weeks ago? Maybe I just didn't watch it. (laughs) I think it was them and the let's well, they, the Thursday game was against the Eagles. So maybe they was Eagle. No. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. Maybe it was a Sunday night primetime, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I think I watched uh, them against the Eagles and then when they played the Chargers. So I think those are the only two games I've watched theirs. But yeah, the Texans aren't as bad as their record indicates, but that doesn't mean they're good. Like, I really feel like they deserve to be kind of where Steelers Falcons are that we were just talking about, like that 4-7-5-7 range because they they play hard. And every one of their games has been close. They haven't got blown out, I don't think, once. So I think this game will be close. But the the X factor in this game is Deshaun Watson because he hasn't played for two years. So what if he comes in and, I mean, we saw what, what a year difference makes between uh, with Russell Wilson where he just came oh, yeah. in and it just looks like he forgot to play football. Like, with all the the shit going on in Deshaun Watson's life, how you know how dedicated has he been to keeping like football sharp for the past two years? Get what I'm saying? Like, and it's not like if he was tense or anything, he could go out and get a massage, right? Because that's what got him in that in the first place. So I don't know. This game uh, is a lot more. This game. It's a lot is a lot more intriguing than it should be, but I will definitely be watching this game uh just for Deshaun Watson. Ugh. Blowing people's fucking eardrums out with my fucking squeaking. But are we both going um, the Browns, Casino? Yes. Um, I do have a question though. I mean, it's 12:30 on a Friday. Why aren't you in school? With that little schoolboy voice that you have there. My mom let me stay home. Let me stay home. I'm a, I just got done watching Prices Right, so that's why I'm Dude, here. That was the best. That was I, the best. Whenever I was sick, I, it was always cream of wheat, just cream of wheat and fuck the oatmeal shit. 
cream of wheat <laughs> and price is right. And I was a happy kid. And you know what's funny is now both of us work nights and I never fucking watch the price is right during oh, the dude. day. Never. never. I can't. I can't. I mean, I, I, I really don't think it's bad with the with the Drew Carey. Thank you. I was about to say Jim Carrey. I'm like, no, uh, <laughs> with, with Drew Carey. Um, he's actually done good with that show. Um, he's a good TV host. Um, but and the show is still fun. I just it just doesn't have the same pizzazz. I mean, I'm, right? I'm up that early now because I mean, I'm sure I know you are, too, uh, with with the kids. But oh, you're up that early, that early being 10 a.m. Yeah. You're up that early casino, 10 a.m. <laughs> it's tough sometimes. It's tough. <laughs> but um, I'm too busy to, to to watch the prices right. It has to be like the kids shows or, or Bluey or whatever. Yeah. My son is like, <sighs> go dog, go. This Netflix mm. show, it's like the shittiest production for a kid show you've ever seen in your life. They did yeah. one episode where they were just running around town. <laughs> And there was only trees and the entire background was white. So it was literally just like they're running through a town and it's just you see a tree every once in a while. And it was like, did they just lose their entire budget for this one episode? It's It was so weird. Even weirder than that, to put a, uh, a cap uh, for the end of this discussion, my mom to this day on her DVR records prices right every day. That's fucking weird, right? That's weird. Mm-hmm. And she watches them too. It's not like she just lets them sit on there. She like watches them, which again, weird. But let's move on to contender for best game of the week. The seven and four, seven, huh, seven and four. Uh, Mike White led Jets. Oh, yeah. No motherfucker in this game. No, Mike White, he only. He only he's fucks only, other he's, teams. You know he's what I'm angry. Saying? Yes. <laughs> uh, seven and four New York Jets at so. the nine and two Minnesota Vikings. Uh, <laughs> no primetime Kurt for this game because this game is at 10 a.m. our time, which this feels like it should have been Sunday night, right? This feels like a weird. This is a good game. This this, this is feels a really like it should have been America's game of the week or whatever. Oh man, um, I'm torn on this one. Um, I honestly think the Jets are going to win um, with their defense and Mike White, but I need, as a Patriots fan, I need the Jets to lose. I like they have to lose. Um, if the Patriots want any hope, um, so I mean, just for the pick'em's sake, I'm saying the Jets, but man, do I hope Kirk Cousins wins. Wow, if imagine, uh, imagine if this was for like your life. And you were like, oh, man, I hope Kirk Cousins wins. You would be sweating for four hours. <laughs> and, and you'd just be praying that somebody wasn't trying to tackle him as he's falling backwards. And he just fucking chucks it. And there goes. And you just hear the click of the gun. And they're just like, it's fuck, it's over. I'm done. <laughs> but uh, so I like uh... I like Mike White. I do. I like him casino. I like him better than that motherfucker because... Uh, well, I mean, he motherfuckers out on the prowl. So hide your yeah. kids, hide your wife, that whole thing. Uh, Mike White, if he wins this game, he'll start fuck. He'll now take over a starting motherfucker for the the mothers that Sam that Zach Wilson was fucking. So he'll also be benched and be starting there. Uh, I do 
I don't know. I think this Jets defense is really good. They're only allowing less than 18 points a game, which is crazy. But then when you look at the Minnesota Vikings offense, they're actually, oh, where I just had them. They're actually a lot lower than you think they would be. Oh, really? Yeah, they're they're 17th in the league in points Hmm. scored, which is like less than, I mean, that's like dead even in the league, which you would think they would be much higher with everybody they have on offense but for saying all that ugh, for take, take some water, drink that, some water take, drink some water yeah let good me boy. ponder it for a second yeah mm. good boy oh let me christian ponder it for a second remember that used to be the Vikings starting quarterback that was way oh, to go cool. thank you <laughs> All that being said, I'm agreeing with you. I'm going with the Jets. I think they get it done. I think the Jets are a way better team than their record indicates. They just could do never too. do anything on offense. They need a court. If they had if they had a middle of the road quarterback, if they had a Kirk Cousins, this yeah. team this team would probably have the Kirk Cousins record currently. They would probably be nine and two. I agree. I think Zach Wilson definitely costs them minimum two games just oh, yes. because he just doesn't, he just doesn't never looks like an NFL quarterback. But I think the Jets, if they can just be, if they can be the 17th ranked offense in the league, I agree with you. I think they can be the Minnesota Vikings of the AFC and with a better defense and they have legit offensive weapons. So we're both picking the Jets. Uh, next up, maybe game of the week casino. The four and seven Jacksonville Jaguars at the four and seven Detroit I'm looking Lions. Forward to this game. I'm not gonna lie, this actually looks like a pretty damn good game. Both these teams are fun to watch. Uh Lions, I think, are way better than their record indicate. Jaguars, same kind of feel. It's weird how this week it feels like everybody is playing their other division or their other conference like doppelganger basically like the jets are playing the vikings and those teams feel very similar these two teams feel like yeah Yeah. these two teams feel like the nfc and afc versions of each other so who you got casino i'm taking the detroit all day they're actually underdogs by a point um, at home i don't agree with this i don't agree with this at all Oh, yeah, this being in Detroit, I don't, yeah. They're underdogs at home. Also, Aiden Hutchinson revenge game because he's been talking shit all this week about the Jaguars passing on him for uh, number one pick. So Hmm. I feel like with certain players, that shit actually really matters. He seems like the type of dude where that would piss him off. And he's had, like... What two or three of the craziest interceptions this like the past like three games or whatever? I think he has another one because Trevor Lawrence will do that Tyler Heineke thing where he'll just throw the worst interception you've ever seen. You got sick, by the way. What you never drank your Heineken, you didn't use the alcohol, still have it. I know, I know. I gotta get that Heineken. I don't, I actually don't. you, 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 You saw how much crown that I put in my uh. (laughs) <laughs> my uh coke yesterday um yeah i'm not he's sick. talking about his cocaine yeah <laughs> he mixed it with his cocaine and he just drinks it it can't yeah, i thought it was, it was like how you do it it was like powdered sugar in here like, <laughs> or just like regular sugar you know just throw it in there and stir it up and <laughs> um 
But all that being said, I agree with you, Casino. I would like to disagree to get more picks on you, but I really do think the Lions win. I think the Lions, haven't they won three in a row? They're starting to uh, uh three no, they, the last they had four lost, or something. Yeah, they had lost one. Um, yeah, they were they were on a three way three win streak and then they lost to the Bills barely. That's which we oh, thought they yeah, were that's true win. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And they they uh they were close that whole game. That game was a no, lot closer. They're, they're, they're gonna end up, I think they will end up on over five hundred because I mean what they got left is Jags. Uh so they have the Jags and then the Vikings, Jets, Panthers, Bears. Uh, Packers. They lose to the Jets. Um, they lose to the Jets. They lose to the Vikings. Uh, so I guess they'll be eight and I think they'll be eight and nine. But they're 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 right on the verge of being um, that five hundred team. Well, I I don't know because last time they played the Vikings, they only lost by four. That was a tight game. I could really see them beating the Lions are beating the Vikings because the Vikings. All right. So they're all winnable games outside of the Jets. Yeah, I agree. And the Vikings, just to speak of that, they play Jets this week, Lions next week, then Colts, Giants, Packers, Bears. So what? Vikings will probably lose just maybe, maybe to the Jets and Lions. I could see them winning all the other four. Fair enough. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. The Vikings are going to go, what, they're nine wins now? So nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. They're going to go 14 or 15 and still not be the number one seed. That's fucking crazy. This, uh, like, this league feels very top-heavy this year. It's really weird. But glad my team's at the top. The top. Uh, speaking of my team, great segue. Thank you so much. Uh You're welcome. We're going. Oh, we, didn't, we didn't say Baltimore, Denver, by the way. Uh, we must have. We must be looking at it differently because I don't. I'm just going in order. Oh, I look out on the CBS Sports app. Oh, see, I go on NFL.com. Ugh, so gross. they just have it different differently. But next up, we have the seven and four Tennessee Titans at my ten and one Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got for this one, Casino? Also, what's the line for this one? What do you think? No one here. I think, let's see, three win difference. I think Eagles, six and a half. Four and a half. Hmm? Okay. Yeah, I could Titan, see it. Titans are going to bring it to you guys. I guarantee it. Um, I think with what you guys put up front to stop the run, um. I do. I am going to take Philly on this one. I think it's, I think four and a half is pretty much spot on. I think you'll be under a touchdown, yep. a touchdown or less. Um, I, this game's going to be close. This game's going to be close. And if it's not, I'll be shocked. I would be, I, this is one of the, the two games I think remaining on the Eagle schedule that they lose. I think the Titans are, Maybe of the next six teams they play and of the teams they have played, I really do think the Titans match up the best with what the Eagles do in terms of playing good defense. They uh, they can contain 
Jalen Hurts running like how they contain Mahomes that whole game they played. And, you know, Mahomes isn't a runner, but he still scrambles in the backfield and they just were containing him the entire time, kind of like Washington did to the did to Jalen Hurts, where you just make him scramble behind the line of scrimmage. You have everything else covered. And then you just either take a sack, you run out of bounds, you throw the ball away. And that shit just starts to just, yeah, drain you, drain you down. I think the, let's see, the uh, Titans defense, I feel like is going to be the real talking point of this game. They're third in the league, only allowing 84.5 yards a carry. So they're one of the best uh, run defenses in the league. And then they're one of the best, uh, or no, they're not one of the best when it comes to pass defense because they are bottom of the league at 31%. So this needs to be, we've talked about this with this Eagles team this year. They've won every game a different way, right? Last week, they had a historic game rushing the ball against the Packers. This needs to be a Jalen Hurts throws for 300 to 350 yards a game. Uh, A.J. Brown has 170 and one or two touchdowns. Like, they need to win through the air, and I don't know if they, I don't know if they can. I want them to. I obviously want to see them. How do you say that? I mean, they've done it before. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I don't, but I just think this Titans team is just, and Jordan Davis might be coming back this week, which he will be, he's one of, like already as a rookie, he's one of the biggest differences in the NFL compared to when he plays and when he doesn't play. When he does play, the opposing running back gets half the yards per attempt rushing than he does when he plays. Like that's, that's fucking crazy. That's a crazy stat, especially for a rookie to play, but he's a giant man. So we've seen games this year where Derrick Henry just can't get it going. If they get that D line rotation in, I really do feel like they can stop him. And then it's like, can Tannehill pass against his offense? Maybe, maybe other teams have done it, but who's he throwing to Traylon, uh, Traylon Burks is a good wide receiver. I don't know if he's good enough to go against someone like Darius Slay or James Bradbury. So, yeah, I think I think the Eagles win this game, but I'm picking the Titans to reverse jinx my own team because, you know, I'm going back to that well. So I'm picking the Titans, but I obviously want the Eagles to win and hope the Eagles win. I'm going reverse jinx. But... If they lost this game, I I think the Eagles. the blueprint you're, it's is Eagles. You're dumb. What? It's Eagles. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm doing the thing where you pick the Bills, but or you pick the Jets, but you want the Vikings to win. Blah blah blah. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Uh, next up, we go to the other two uh, NFC East teams, the seven and five Washington commanders at the now seven and four New York giants. Who you got in this one casino? I will split a six pack with you, my friend. I am going Heineke. (laughs) Yeah. And what's your reasoning for commanders over giants? Um, I want to drink beer. Uh, (laughs) um, Again, I just think that uh, I thought the Jets would start slowing down. They're not, but the Giants 
they're clearly starting to, to slow up. Um, and I think Washington's starting to surge. Um, I know they feel good after that win uh, against um, the Eagles. So I think they're just going to keep flying high. No pun. I see what you did there. Yeah, I know. There you go. Um, No, but I think they're going to take down the Giants this week. Yeah. The Giants are starting to slowly just, they don't got it in them anymore. So slowly revert to what everybody thought they would be. I think it's been like you. I agree. I think it's been a good story with the Giants this year, especially in Dayball's first year. But I do think everybody knew with the Jets, it was Zach Wilson was the question mark, but we'd seen Mike White last year come in, have success in this offense for Robert Sala. And it was like, okay, well, if Zach Wilson isn't getting it done, we have this other option. With Daniel Jones, who even is the Giants' backup quarterback? I have have no idea. idea. I have no idea. So, yeah. So they have – they their entire offense has been Saquon Barkley, and it seems like teams are starting to figure that out. Daniel Jones then has to step up, and he just hasn't been. He's an – He's an average quarterback, maybe even above average, but I don't think he can win games in this league consistently. He kind of has that Marcus Mariota feel where he'll have good games rushing. That's good. He'll have average games passing, and then he'll do one or two uh, things a game where you're like, wow, but then he'll do three things the next game where you're like, he doesn't have it. So I agree with you. I think the Giants are going down and they don't have a move they can make like the Jets did where the it, the Jets feel like they kind of saved their season from disaster. The Commanders, on the other hand, they feel like they've just started to be the team, like be the best version of themselves of they themselves, could be. For sure. So Heineke, of course, will just have one game-breaking interception a game. So if the the Giants can take advantage of that. That's how they win. I don't think they can. And the Commanders now, I think they start getting momentum. They play. Oh. Sorry, he's taking a water break, everybody. Yes, thank you. So the crazy thing about this matchup is the Commanders play the Giants. Then they have a bye week. Then they play the Giants again. So these two teams play back to back basically and then the giants well the commanders they go they have a tough remaining schedule they really do they play giants twice so they go giants by giants 49ers browns cowboys like they play giants twice in a row <laughs> yeah they play them on the december 4th then they have a bye then they play them again and the giants on the other hand they play commanders Eagles, Commanders again, Vikings, Colts, Eagles. So both these teams just murderers row of last six weeks. Like, I mean, that is, that is rough. That might be, I mean, even the Colts are, you know, we've seen them be a decent team, but Commanders twice, Eagles, Vikings, and uh, Eagles again, that's what, three weeks where you're playing, uh, the two of the best teams in the NFC, like that's 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 just shit timing. Ugh. Sorry, I think we're both going commanders. Let's yep. move on to the next one, which is the game casinos game of the week the three and eight Denver Broncos 
at the seven and four Baltimore Ravens. I mean, is there really much to talk about this? I think the Ravens are going to steamroll. I don't know because okay. the Ravens, the Ravens, we've we've been calling them to steamroll teams for weeks now, and they just don't. Uh, remember, in the last three weeks, they beat the Saints pretty handily, but that game was close the entire game. They lost, or no, they won against the Panthers by only 10 points, 13 to three. And then last week they lose by the jet to the Jaguars when the Jaguars, what came back with like three touchdowns okay, so, in the so, fourth so, quarter. So who do you got? Um, you going I, with your Super Bowl pick or are you going to go with Baltimore? No, I've already given up on my Super Bowl pick and so Baltimore. But then again, Russell Wilson also didn't go to my birthday party when I invited him. So, so I can't, I can't pick him. I can't be friends. That is, I think what is happening to, and we'll talk about Kyler Murray when we get to the Cardinals. I think what is happening with Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson is some of my favorite NFL stories because it's, because clearly everyone around them hates them. So now it's like any tiny petty thing make it anybody can think of they'll just throw it out and then it'll be a media story for like three days this fucking and i'll take a drink for posterity but the story of half the team only going to russell wilson's birthday party is like so petty and stupid and wouldn't be a story if all this shit wasn't going on. It's 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 so I funny. Love it. I, I laughed. Love it. I laughed so hard when I read that story. Uh, and then we had the weird thing last week with him and his defensive tackle, where the guy was just like yelling at him, and Russell Wilson it's literally looked like a robot, and like he didn't know how to process what was happening in front of him, which makes him seem all the more fake to me because. That was an unplanned moment. You could clearly see he was like, I don't know how to react to this to keep up my image. Like, does that make sense? Like, it right. was no, just... No, no, that makes perfect sense. Uh, it's me. All this, uh, I mean, I agree with you. It's going to be Ravens. I don't think Broncos... The Broncos are done. They've been done since week one. Like, this is... I, I would honestly take the Texan situation over the Broncos situation and the Texans are the worst team in the league, but at least at the moment they have two uh, like top 10 picks. The Broncos just have nothing. They have Russell Wilson and apparently birthday parties. That's all. That's all they got. Casino next up. We're talking about, let me take a drink. We're talking about all these great games this week. How the fuck are none of these games the Sunday night game? The Sunday night game is Cowboys and Colts. What a fucking travesty. What a travesty for this great week of football. Uh, This, I feel like, is my pick of the week. I think this will be the best game. The 8-3 and Miami Dolphins at the 7-4 and San Francisco 49ers. I mean, this, looking up the stats to this, 49ers defense this year like they are I feel like we're under talking about how like good their defense is they have allowed 
281 yards per game. The second closest to them is uh, the Dallas Cowboys, who allow 40 more yards. So the 49ers are allowing 40 yards less than the second closest team. They're allowing, this one is fucking crazy. They're only allowing 79 yards rushing a game. The closest next two are Baltimore and Tennessee at 82 and 84. Then it jumps all the way up to 97. So within the top four teams, they're allowing almost 30 yards less than the next team closest to them. And that's both in yards total, just rushing, and then passing yards. They are only allowing 202 passing yards a game. Like, this defense is just next, next level. They're allowing 15.7 yards per game, which is the lowest in the league. They are number one in almost every stat defensively. And I feel like we're not talking about it because it's okay. I mean, I see, I hear you getting choked up about it. I, I understand <laughs> that. So, I mean, I get it. They're a good defense. You don't, you don't have to cry. Yeah, no, it's, it's really crazy. And then their offense in terms of points per game, dead center in the middle of the league, 15. So their offense, again, average in the league, but their defense is the Niners are next level. Minus four in this. Do you think they're, do you think they're going to be able to shut down though? Um, Tua uh, and his two targets. Uh, well, see, that's the thing. I don't think, I don't think there is a scheme, a player, or any way you can shut down Tyreek Hill, right? Like there's no way to plan against him. He's just a game breaker. We've seen it his entire career. He'll catch you. Uh, he'll just run right past every single player in the NFL. Like you can't scheme against somebody who can just outrun everything. So I don't know. I think they'll be able to shut down uh, Miami's run game, but their pass game, I think it's too good. I think you can only contain it for so long before, you know, you're just, you're gone. You're gone. They have the number two passing offense behind Kansas city, which is crazy. Cause I honestly felt like they would be number one, but yeah, I really think the only teams that could compete with San Francisco right now are the Chiefs and the Dolphins. And so even though going into this game, who is who is favored? Uh, San Fran by four. I really think uh, Miami going into San Francisco with one more win, but as underdogs, I really think the Dolphins win. I oh, think me too. I, I call the Dolphins all day. Yeah. I just think there's also too much hype happening with the Niners where I now see every like power ranking putting them as the number one team. And I don't know if anybody's watched that game they played against the Saints, but their defense was great in that game. The offense in that game was just abysmal. The Saints have a great defense, but they don't have a good enough defense to warrant 13 points like with how many weapons the Niners have okay take your time take your time I'm getting excited casino that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fucking great game great game go on to the next game casino while I have a coughing fit 
You've got it. Um, my next game that I see is uh, Seattle and Rams. Um, it is going to be in L.A. Uh, you got the six to five Seattle Seahawks versus the three and eight Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it's supposed to be a rainy day. Seattle's favored by seven, which I think is exactly on the nose where it should be. Um, Seattle, I'm still all for them. Uh, more because I'm over the Rams. I think that they, they've literally we've talked about it last episode. They've shut up shop. They're like they're done. They're they're calling it a year. They're just saying okay, you know, let's figure out what went wrong. Let's get all our guys healthy. Stafford, are you really just like over because you won the Super Bowl and you're just like I don't care anymore? What's going on? Yeah. Um, I think Gino still wants to prove as much as he can. He wants to keep as a starter. Um. He wants to prove everybody wrong. Um, still, he's going to fight every game. And uh, I I think minus seven is probably the perfect mark for L, uh, for Seahawks in L.A. Um, that's where I'm heading. Well, also looking at the news for this game, uh, Matthew Stafford has cleared concussion protocol, but he's still ruled out for this game. Also ruled out for this game is Aaron Donald. So... They already are missing Cooper Cup. They're missing Stafford. They're missing. Uh, They're missing their best offensive, defensive player, and their quarterback. It's over. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with you. It really looks like the Rams are just done. They're closing up shop, which is funny for this team to do because they don't. It's not like they have a first round pick. So it's not like losing will net them anything better, except maybe a easier schedule next week or next year. But it, but that's one of those things where they just base it on this year. And who knows? Every team that's good could suck next year. So that's a weird thing to try to, you know, tank for. But yeah, they feel like they're done and they're just waiting for the year to end. The Seahawks, on the other hand, they kind of feel like uh, like the Giants almost to me, where they kind of feel like they peaked and now they're kind of tr- like treading water or almost going back to what everybody thought they would be. They had that rough game against the Buccaneers. They lose to the Raiders last week in a shootout uh, in OT. So they're coming off back-to-back losses, but there is not a scenario in my mind where John Woodford which I believe his name is, uh, yes, John Wolford. John Wolford comes in and beats this Seattle Seahawks team. I think they're they just have more firepower, and the Rams are missing everybody that makes them the Rams. So, yeah, we're both picking Seahawks, who are staying alive in that NFC West chase. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the Seahawks Raiders, that's who we go to next. The six and five Los Angeles Chargers at the four and seven, four and seven Las Vegas Raiders. Who you got, Casino? Sorry. Uh come back here. Um I think it it it's clear I'm going Chargers, even though the Raiders are favored, minus one. Um I, I just don't get it. They're just a shamble of a team. I think the Chargers have started to get better and better every week. Um, I'm going to take the upset and go with the Chargers here. 
what the charges are are underdogs in this game yep i won that is that is insane there's no way in hell the raiders have done anything to make themselves the favorites in any game this season they have josh mcdaniels as their coach which should automatically make them uh one point underdogs to every team in the league uh with that um, <laughs> with that i'm picking the no i'm kidding i am picking the chargers all day even though the chargers raider games are fun they're always close they're always competitive i really like Derek carr i just i don't think uh josh mcdaniels is a good coach i think this is his last shot at being a head coach in the league because i don't think anybody else will hire him maybe in college football but i think nfl this is his uh, last ride. Uh, I'm picking the Chargers. I think they'll squeak this win out. I would probably say this game will probably be like 23-20. I don't know. This just feels like a field goal game. Chargers always feel like they play down to their opponent. So, I don't know. I'm picking so Chargers. With that, though, also, we're talking about the Raiders. Casino had to step away to make sure his child did not die. She did not, so that's good. But Thank before, <laughs> yeah, before that happened, we were gonna do Raiders price check uh, because Raiders Patriots is in how many weeks? Casino two, two and weeks, two uh, December eighteenth. So is it? It is two in sixteen days. All right. Last time, the price started at two seventy eight. Went down to 268 and then bumped all the way back up to 286. So what is it at now, Casino? Again, going off of Game Time app. Again, not sponsored. I just like saying it every time. Um, where do you think it went? Just like last time. I think it dropped to 279. 311 for two. Oh no! You have the perfect time to buy it, Casino. When well, it was two sixty-eight. Get this: uh, Chargers at Raiders. Um, so this Sunday, the price for this Sunday for uh, the cheapest that I see for two tickets, all in one eighty-eight. Damn! You Patriot fans, you travel, you travel. Damn. Uh, or there's just like a billion bandwagon fans everywhere. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Yeah, but th th this podcast is going to be so bad, but we're getting through it. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't talk. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to continue while he's uh, fighting a looked like a fly trying to go up his nose. No, uh, um, it's not a fly; it's death. Death oh. going up my nose. Uh, so, so what we got next, uh, I, I've got this. It, it's it's okay. Um, I'm going to grab a water. You Take it, Casino. Uh, so the next, as I just like break my phone. Um, <laughs> uh, the, and here comes my kid. Um, so the next game on the docket, um, the last uh, afternoon game, we've got KC versus Cincinnati. Oh, I, I, I know what game we're at. Keep going. Uh, KC versus Cincinnati. I think this is going to be one of the best games during the week. Um, you have the surging Cincinnati Bengals at seven and four versus the KC nine and two. Um, here you go. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Sweet. Um, 
This one will be a tough game. It's in Cincinnati. Chiefs are only favored by two. Um, this one's going to be really interesting. Um, the Chiefs still look like the Chiefs. They're not falling or, or progressing. They're just pretty much nine and twos. Their record, they're staying around that same that same caliber. Um, but the Bengals are definitely surging. And this one's a very interesting pick. I think I'm still going to go with Chiefs here, even though they're on the road. Um, and I need the Chiefs for my Patriots to hopefully make the playoffs. Um, I just think the Chiefs, I think this will be a, a heavyweight bout, but the Chiefs will slightly beat the Bengals on this. I think the minus two uh, field goal is pretty much where I think this game's going to come down to um, with how hot the Cincinnati Bengals have been right now. They're so hot right now. They won their last three. It was the Panthers, but they, they blew them out uh, 42 to 21. Then it was Steelers 37 30, which again, the Steelers have been playing okay. So the Bengals should have done a little bit better there. But the Titans was a big win last week, 20 to 16. Because um, as we've been talking about, we do think the Titans are are quite talented here. Um, so that's they a, are so hot right now. They are so hot right now. So this, this is going to be the best game to watch, I think, during the week. Um, I'm not sure if I get it on my Sunday ticket or not, but I, I, I'm sh- oh, actually I should because the same time is the Las Vegas Raiders and they'll have that one blacked out. So I shall be able to watch Kansas City, Cincinnati. This will be that's the game I'll be watching. That's what I'll be doing Sunday at 125 Pacific time. I'll be sitting on my couch watching that game. Um, supposed to be a nice 41 degrees outside, partly cloudy. It's supposed to be good conditions. Um, and and Cincinnati is an outside, right? It's not as well. I they're are they playing in? They're playing. Yeah, they're in playing Cincinnati. in Cincinnati. So yeah, Cincinnati is outside. Yeah. So this this is gonna be a nice, a fun one. Oh yeah, because if it if they're if it's inside, they don't show the weather update. That's right. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna take KC on this one because I think they'll just edge out the Cincinnati Bengals, and I hope that since he does lose, um. So it comes down to that Cincy Patriot game for us to get in. Um, I, what, what, what's your take on this? This is going to be a good game. It's going to be a real good game. How this game isn't the Sunday, the night, Sunday game, night game, I don't I have, fucking know. I have no idea. This this has Sunday night game written all over it. Uh, I will actually, sadly, not be watching any games this Sunday and have to watch them all Sunday night, Monday morning, because We're I will be this. in Knott's Berry Farm. Here's Scooby to prove, or here's uh, Snoopy to prove it. But uh, Casino went to go attend to his child. This podcast has gone off the rails. It's off the rails. But the so the Chiefs are nine and two, and the Bengals are seven and four. The main difference between these teams are that there's not really a big difference. Like if you look at the stats for total defense, the Bengals are thirteenth. The Chiefs are 16th in terms of points allowed per game. Obviously, the Bengals have a better defense than the Chiefs, and I feel like their defense is severely underrated. Uh, But then again, is any defense really going to be able to contain Patrick Mahomes? Probably not. He's the leading MVP candidate in the league, even though I think it should be Hurts. But if Hurts Hurts loses it to Mahomes, that's that's not a bad guy. He's still... They have the best record in the league, and he's done something that no quarterback has ever done in the NFL ever. Um, 
in the first quarter. So, you know what? Well, also, we talked about this last episode. Patrick Mahomes has five more touchdowns, but Hurts has five less turnovers. So, I and I feel like the one win is the thing separating them, right? But, yeah. Anyways, uh, and Eagles beat the Colts. Chiefs did not. Uh, as far as offenses go, Cincinnati is a top five offense. They score 26 points a game. Kansas City scores 30. So, again, these teams, the only thing really differentiating them on paper is hold, just... Hold on. Do you want to try that word again? Differentiating. There it is. Thank you so much. Yeah. Differentiating them on paper <laughs> is the two wins. Uh, I think Joey B is probably one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I just really oh, like yeah. his... I like him too. He just comes off as... He comes off as cool without ever trying to be cool. Like he's just, yeah, he I'm a huge cool. fan, huge fan I mean, of Burrow. He he, 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 <laughs> he could be in a private jet shirt off with chains hanging around him doing the gritty and people think, oh yeah, that's on brand. But yeah, you know, it's so we get, we get Kirk Cousins doing that. Well, he's also had a really good career that I feel like is under talked about and a really good season. His career stats for three years, he's thrown 70 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. Like, he's, he's, he's a good that's quarterback. That's fucking I, crazy. I, I didn't cry, but I honestly got choked up when he went out in his first season. I was just like, come on, man. I know. Like, that sucked. The dude, the, the, the kid's playing amazing. He's, he's going to be somebody we'll be talking about for the next 10 years easily in this league. Yeah. And besides that opening day game against the Steelers where he threw four INTs, he's only thrown four more interceptions since then the entire season. So, and I mean, that goes for Mahomes as well. Obviously, we don't need to build up Mahomes. He's the best quarterback currently in the league. But yeah, I just think the Bengals are really underrated this season, even though they're like, great defense top five offense and they have a top five quarterback in this league for every year he's been in the league i and the thing we have not talked about joe burrow two and zero in against patrick mahomes in his career so i i think he makes it three and oh i really think he does i'm going Bengals. nice i'm not mad at that pick i'm really not i just think the chiefs will slightly if these two teams play to their their potentials, um, like they play to their standards, I think the Chiefs will slightly edge the Cincinnati Bengals. But again, any given Sunday, never know what's going to happen, um, and they could be just one botched field goal that that yeah you know, that could change this game. So, also Casino, I didn't write down. Did you pick Chargers or Raiders? I'm picking Chargers. So let's go on to the Sunday night game, which this one is a travesty over the five or six other games they could have picked. The four, seven, and one Indianapolis Colts at the eight and three Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't really think there's anything to talk about this game. The Cowboys should kill them. I really think they should. The Cowboys should kill them. Uh, It's 10 and a half favorite for the boys i mean that's insane that's a little too much but then again the colts they played my eagles tough they 
played the Steelers tough. They played the Raiders I got, tough. I think they got something special right now. Who the Colts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that Monday night game, it was just a couple of fucked up calls at the end that kind of cost them with clock management, obviously, because, but I honestly don't think Jeff Saturday is as bad a coach as people thought he would be. I take him over Josh McDaniels right now. I mean, all day. Yeah. He's the one that beat Josh McDaniels in his debut, right? Yeah. You put, you put him in, uh, in Vegas. I think they're a better team. They think they're a better team. Um, I, yeah, I still have Dallas winning this one, but uh, I I don't think the Colts are going to roll over. Like I'm sure a lot of people are expecting. Yeah. What was the line on this one? 10 and a half. I, I feel like I would take Colts all day, 10 and a half. I don't think this is a game that the Colts lose by more than a touchdown. I really don't. But I think the, this is one of those games we've already seen the Cowboys have it uh, this year. This feels like one of those Cowboy games where it's like that Vikings game where they just blow the doors off them and everybody's talking about, oh my God, this is Dallas's year. This is Dallas's year. Or it feels like that Packers game where it's like, what the fuck is going on with the Cowboys? Hmm. Like what? How are they losing this game? I really think it's one or the other. I don't think it's I don't think it's close, even though I just said I would bet Colts, you know, under 10. But then again, nobody should take my betting advice ever. I am 0-13 this season on winning any money. So well, you're also making like six sixteen parlays. So whoa, whoa. Five team parlays. Fair enough. Five. I know. I, I just... <laughs> uh last but Actually, probably least or one of the least. The Monday night game, the four and eight New Orleans Saints at the five and six somehow NFC New Orleans. New Orleans. At the five and six somehow NFC East or NFC South leading Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This this game's gonna be tough to watch, man. Why I have never understood how the NFL can just not get good Monday night football, like matchups, like they, what get one or two a year. Like, how do they miss that much? I have no idea, especially in a week. We just talked about where there's seven marquee games. They couldn't have scheduled one of these with any kind of hindsight. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, this, this one is, I mean, this one is for that division. So pretty much probably what, one of, if not the worst division in football this season. It's the worst division in football. I don't know. That AFC South is also pretty rough. But then again, you have the Titans at least. Yeah. I don't know. I think this, yeah. I mean, probably. Every, no, it is. I mean, statistically, it is. Every team is under 500. Ugh. Ugh. Well, the Tampa Bay Bucks, if they win this, they'll be at 500. So I'm, I guess I'm picking the Bucks. But then again, the Saints always play uh, Tampa Bay tough. They really do, but I don't know. I don't, but then again, I will never pick Andy Dalton over Tom Brady in I'm literally gonna, any competition. I'm, I'm picking, I'm pick, and this is the only reason. I. You heard me talk earlier about the frustration with Evans and Godwin. They're not playing to their potential. Um, I'm just, it's Brady over Dalton. I'm going to pick Brady. It's, yeah. Sorry, sorry, the Red Rocket or whatever he goes by. I think it is Red Rocket. Is it Red uh, Rocket? I mean that that's that's what dogs' penises are called. So, 
I mean, that's what he's been playing like this season, right? So yeah. apt comparison. <laughs> uh, let's play everybody's favorite game. Guess Andy Dalton's season stats. Uh, my guest is Casino. Uh, what do you think his touchdowns to INTs are this season? I've been pretty close on these. Um, you have. I'm going to say seven and eight. Uh, you weren't close this time. 14 and seven. Oh, so right. close on the INTs, but he's thrown 14 touchdowns. He, I didn't think he was in that many games. He's been starting since October 2nd. So it's been two months, right. but one game against the Cardinals, he threw four touchdowns, three interceptions. And then ever since then, he's only thrown three interceptions and two, three, four, five, and seven touchdowns. So props to the red rocket playing way better than a dog's penis that'll be the quote taken from this episode there it is <laughs> um, <laughs> um that's casino. what i'm good for do we want to talk oh i feel like we should talk quick college football oh yes i mean we kind of touched on it last week on our last episode who was going to be playing what but we didn't like get into depth well um, i want to do the top four right now oh, yeah, and what you them. think the final rankings are going to be. And we oh, can add this fuck. into our picks for NFL. So it's going to mm-hmm. be Georgia, Michigan. It's right now. It's Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC, Georgia. I didn't have this pulled up. So it's going to take a little bit. Georgia is playing. We're recording this on Friday. So tomorrow, Saturday, they are playing LSU. Who you got in that game? Do you think Georgia hangs on? I think Georgia hangs on, but would I, I mean, it's 17 and a half favorites for Georgia. I think that's a little too high. Um, That's crazy with how LSU has been playing. With how LSU has been playing. Um, I mean, LSU is nine and three, but um, I think this is going to be sneaky, sneaky. I got to get a sneaky in there. You haven't yet. Um, (laughs) Closer than people think. Um, I don't think it's 17 and a half. I think more like 10. I think Georgia was going to win this, but I think they'll be sweating a little bit. I think they'll be, Oh, like, all right, we gotta, we gotta actually play some good football. Like our, our national championship, uh, tournament, it started now. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to take Georgia and even if Georgia loses, it's against number 14. So I think Georgia won't fall out of the top no. four. I don't think they would either. I think they would go four would be the lowest possible number they would fall. And I think that would be extreme because I agree with you. I really think they would only fall to three. Uh, So I think Georgia's in. Um, Michigan is So Michigan will play Purdue Purdue at eight and four. Um, I'd be absolutely shocked. Um, And this is crazy. So Georgia's minus 17 and a half against a ranked opponent. Michigan is only 16 and a half against Purdue. Yeah. Um, which is mind blowing to me. Okay. Here you go. Um, so, but I do think Michigan, um, they know that they're this close to being, you know, in, in, they have one game. They're not going to squander it. Cause if I, they squander it, I would think they're on the bubble of getting in because this is against a eight and four Purdue team. Um, yeah. For the, for the championship game, I think you got to win it. Um, but I do think they'll all think they'll win this. So I, I'm for sure saying Michigan, Georgia in here. 
this is the one that I really, really hope. Um, TCU versus KSU. It's minus one and a half for TCU. And I think that's... Dear Lord. Yeah. Um, it What's got going for uh, TCU is it is at home. So those Horn Frogs, they are playing at home. And I really... That's going to be the fun game to watch. 9 a.m. tomorrow, ABC. Um, that's going to be such a fun game to watch. Um, I really don't know what's going to go on here. I don't. I have no idea. Um, this maybe, is the one everybody this, is picking as like the upset. Yes, and I would cry. Do you think TCU gets knocked out if they lose to ranked 10? Oh, 100%. 100 percent if tc uses this loses this game they drop to 10 i mean they drop probably below 10 that far the committee has been waiting and like licking their chops for this team to lose so they can knock them out of the playoffs i really feel it that way i really do um so my fingers are crossed for TCU I've, I've never disliked TCU in, in any sport I'm not I know no. you and I are both not Texas fans um, just in general no in general but um for TCU I've, I've never disliked TCU um I don't like KSU because the runner rebels used to play them um more than you would think being so far away from each other in basketball when I was in college um and that was kind of rival oh, hi thank you um <laughs> Thank you. And let me help you out. Here you go. Thank you. Oh, good job. Um, so fingers crossed there. But today is going to be the first one that we find out, USC versus Utah. Um, I think with Oregon being able to beat Utah and then Oregon just getting schlacked, but, you know, that's on par for Oregon is they are so bipolar when it comes to important games. Yeah. Um, I don't think – I think USC is not going to let this – opportunity go away i i truly don't i think they're gonna pull this off tonight against utah uh, starts at five. Oh yeah that's right that one's tonight i don't Ooh, think daddy. i don't think usc is gonna lose um i i really don't because um uh their coach that they just hired uh what's it um who the usc's coach what's his oh name? uh uh he's uh no cliff kingsbury no okay that's cardinals oh um gosh. darn it it's one of those same guys. It yeah, is I, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln thank Riley. You. Okay, it was literally on that. But um, with what he's doing with USC, he, he wants this. There's no way that he's going to let this slip away against Well, Utah. also, I think if USC wins tonight, I think Caleb Williams, their quarterback, I think he wins the Heisman. Like, yes. I think this so is. So there's a lot riding I, on this game. And yeah. I just think that there's no, I mean, but then again, you know, too much hype. They're only uh three point favorite, but well, Utah beat them the first time. Yeah, but again, it was we, we talked about this. It was by one point, forty two to forty three. Yeah, um, shootout. I I really think USC is going to pull this off. I don't think they're going to let this opportunity go to waste. I mean, they can't. They can't with so many people. Like you said, the Heisman is riding on this game, and I do agree with you there. Um, then you also have uh, the coach being like, I was a right hire. He's got a lot riding on this. Um, and USC not being in the championship for how long? Um, I mean, at I least mean, a just, decade at this yeah, point. This school has been waiting for this moment. Um, they're not going to let Utah, Utah beat them. 
they got a gift with Oregon losing um, because it was going to be Utah versus US. Yeah, USC took Oregon's place, right? Uh, no, I think it was other way around. Utah it would have been USC Oregon. I got it, but it, regardless, they're not going to let this squander. They're they're going to take it. So I'll be honest. I think it all stay stays the same except for the TCU. If they lose, um, who who do you think goes in? So this is so uh, as far as picks go. I think. I completely agree with you. I think I would be legitimately shocked if either Georgia or Michigan lose. Obviously, you can make the case for Michigan losing because maybe they really did use all their emotion, all their, you know, football plays, everything to beat Ohio State last week, right? Like we've always seen. Let's say this. They don't make the national tournament. They 100% are happy this year with how they oh yeah they smoked Ohio State. That, yeah. That's all you'll hear from fans. But that's what I would be worried about if I was a Michigan fan, that oh, beating Ohio State that's last week point. really did feel like the end of the season, right? Like that felt like what the whole season was building to. But now, seven days later, you got to go play another game against a, a good Purdue team. Like they're eight and four. They're not bad. They're obviously in the championship, right? Yeah. So uh, I think Georgia versus LSU is really interesting because uh, LSU has been up and down all season, but they've been definitely more up than down. They have, if I can just pull this up right now. I just had it up. So LSU is nine and three. They have also beaten... They got beat by Texas A&M. That was the one we talked about last show where Texas A&M has just gone on a beating ranked opponent for the last three weeks kind of thing. But this LSU team also beat current number six team Alabama by one point. They got destroyed by Tennessee. And then they destroyed what? Mississippi. They destroyed Ole Miss. They destroyed Florida. So LSU very up and down, but I don't think you could take them lightly. Lightly, no. uh, but Georgia, I really feel like their offense is great. They're a top, I believe, in offense they're top ten, but in defense they're number one almost across the board. So their defense, I feel like, will be the difference in beating that LSU team. But both those games are going to be a lot closer than I think they will. But I don't. I would be shocked if either Georgia or Michigan lost. Now we get to TCU, Kansas State. Kansas State is good. Drink some water. You're starting to get. You're starting yeah, to I'm get, starting get raspy. Thank you. Good Woo. job. I'll get you a sucker next time I see you. Thank you, Dad. Thank you. I'm Daddy. So, <laughs> yeah. So now, <laughs> when we talk about Kansas State, TCU, Kansas State has a better defense than. Uh, TCU and they are I believe within the top 20 in the nation which is impressive for any team but especially for a Kansas State team that plays in a big 12 where kind of offense rules you know that conference so in terms of TCU they are within the top they're right under Alabama and above Oklahoma in terms of offense so that doesn't seem impressive to me 
because I don't think Oklahoma has a good offense. I think Alabama is basically all Bryce Young, and then it's so yeah. You said it knows. right though. Is uh, the, you, you're right when you say the committee has just been waiting for TCU to mess up so they don't have to give them into the the tournament. Yeah. And you know what? They lose this. Alabama's in. Oh, one hundred percent. I honestly would think. Uh, well, this is the thing. So I think I think all four of these teams win, right? But if even two of them lose, then it becomes the who the fuck gets these. If one of them loses, it's like how the fuck can you put Ohio State in there when the last time we saw Ohio State was getting the absolute doors blown off by um, Michigan, right? Yeah, like, but they were up on that game. Yeah, but they were up until after halftime. And then it was like every play Michigan ran was a touchdown for 80 yards. So I think this shit in college football really matters. Like it, they always say, you know, it's when you lose, not it's when you lose, not really how you lose. And in this one, it's both because not only did they lose to division rival, right? They're like main rival, but they got destroyed on the biggest stage, like just annihilated in front of that was like one of the most watched college football games of all time. So I don't know how you can justify a week after that, after not seeing them play another game. Oh, all of a sudden they're in the championship. It just seems weird. Alabama, I really feel like if uh, TCU or USC loses, I really feel like Alabama would leapfrog Ohio State and get that last spot. I just think Which I just I think, think would they be would be crazy, but I'm sure that's what would happen. Yeah. Uh, so um, what? So do you wish it stays these final four? Oh yeah, you have somebody from every uh, or from different conferences. power conferences. Yeah, dude, I, I'm. All for that. All for that. That'd be so much fun to watch and refreshing. Yeah. But I love chaos when it comes to pretty much everything. But this is one of those times where I hope all these teams win just because I want to see this college football playoffs. If even one of the teams loses, then it just becomes, do you put Ohio State? They just got killed by Michigan. Do you put Alabama? They have two losses. Do you put Tennessee? Because Tennessee beat Alabama. It just becomes this weird, like, how do you even judge it? I don't think Tennessee goes in. No. But then again, if Alabama leapfrogs Ohio State, which I think they would, how could you justify them going over Tennessee? Like, I don't think you could. I don't know. I don't know. So then you would have to keep it Ohio State regardless. Well, especially if, let's say, Georgia – destroys LSU and then TCU or USC loses. Well, then it's like this team that just got destroyed by Georgia destroyed Alabama. So then it's, I mean, they didn't destroy him, but they obviously beat him. But yeah, I just think that it just, if these four don't lose, or if these four don't win, I don't know how you can justify putting Ohio State and Alabama over a team like Tennessee, but it's going to be interesting. I do think. Uh, and so to touch on the college football uh, a little bit, what do you think about the Rose Bowl accepting doing the 12 game playoff or 12 team playoff? They put their bid in for that. I really do feel like uh, if we had a 12 team playoff this year, I do feel like 12 would be the perfect number oh, because yeah. you would have 
uh, it would the cutoff would be Washington. The two teams below that would be Florida State, LSU, and then it'd be Oregon State, Oregon, UCLA. I would love to see Tulane get in there. Honestly, I think they've been fun to watch, and they only have two losses where uh, Florida State, LSU, Oregon State, Oregon, UCLA all have three losses. So I do think, uh, yeah, it would have, because then if it was 12-team playoff, you would get a Utah, you'd get a Kansas State, you would get uh, Alabama, Ohio State. Like, I really feel like, 12 teams is kind of perfect, even though I don't think I would want to expand it more than 12. I feel like 12 would be the perfect number. What do you think, Casino? What do you think the perfect number for a college football playoff would be? At least eight. Yeah, I think that's minimum. I think four is way too few. Six feels way too few. Eight feels like the lowest I'm willing to go, and 12 just feels like perfect. Yeah, I could get with that. You give everybody a chance. Like you give it like it, it would be fun. You you'd make more money. Oh, they'd make a shitload of money from like a more team playoffs. You'd have more playoff games. Yeah, like, more, and people would be like, Oh, my team's in the playoffs. I want to go to that instead of oh, they're back at this same bowl game. Be right back. Uh <laughs> all right. Now let's end the podcast talking about Casino's favorite sport. And I'm not talking about water polo. I'm talking about something that's equally as entertaining. Dude, water polo is scary though. They they sharpen their toenails and scratch, and they have to get they have what? to get checked. Oh yeah, there, there's a thing. They 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 have to be checked by by officials to make sure they didn't sharpen toenails and stuff because they do kicking scratch each other. Huh? Like that? That's a tick. That's a that's a tactic underwater. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Anyway. Uh, Casino, give us the World Cup breakdown. I have a bunch of coworkers who are super pissed that Mexico lost and how they lost. No, they lost. Um, yeah, so let me. My phone is legitimately about to die. Uh, the World Cup finally finished today for their for the top, uh, for the 16. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Playoff. All right. So. We have tomorrow morning, USA versus Netherlands. Then following that is Argentina, Australia. Uh, moving on on Monday is uh, Japan versus Croatia, which was a crazy one. I'll explain how that worked out. Uh, Brazil, South Korea. Uh, and then on Sunday, you have France, Poland. Uh, Sunday, England versus Senegal. Uh, Tuesday, you have... Uh, Morocco. Morocco, Spain, oh, and the then Spain. Portugal, Switzerland. Yep. Michaela, stop, baby. She's going crazy for Morocco. Yeah. Um, and so the biggest upsets is Germany being knocked out of the World Cup. Um, and they Who just did they get work. knocked out by? Uh, let's see here. So how did this last one break down? Um, so because it had things had to work out where Germany beat Costa Rica, and this is how Japan go, went through, is for Germany to advance, Spain just had to beat Japan, and Germany had to beat Costa Rica. Um, Germany beat Costa Rica uh, 4-2. They had to come back fashion, so they were like, yeah, we did it. But then they finally looked at the scoreboard, and Spain was up 1-0 against Japan, and Japan scored twice. Japan moves, and with Spain losing, uh, with Spain losing, 
um, in Japan beating them. Japan came out of the group stage as the number one. Uh, Spain, number two. Germany's and Costa Rica eliminated. But Germany being eliminated was the big, like, holy crap. Um, <laughs> but it's a similar thing, kind of what happened with Mexico. Is Mexico did beat, um, on Wednesday, Saudi Arabia 2-1. However, um, they had to beat Saudi Arabia by at least two um, because goal differential. Um, and how that works out is even though they beat Saudi Arabia and Argentina beat Poland, um, Poland still advanced because they had a better goal differential, uh, which is goals for goals against uh, than Mexico by one. Uh, if Mexico would have tied them, then it would have gone to the next thing, which was a head to head and Mexico did beat Poland. So it was this close, but Hey, don't let Saudi Arabia score on you or score more goals. It is what it is. Um, I don't know much about soccer, but I do know whoever win, whoever scores the most goals in a match wins. Yeah. Um, and uh, so a crazy, another one uh, that happened on Wednesday was even though they got eliminated, but it was still fun for them. Um, uh, ton, I can never say the name right. T-U-N-I-S-I-A. Tunisia, whatever. Like, they made it from their region, whatever. Um, thank you. They beat France, and they're still a favorite. France still advances as the number one out of the stage, but they rested a lot of people um, because they knew that regardless, they were going to advance as the number one. So that was yeah. still, still cool. Um so, yeah, now it is all down to it. But uh, let's talk about a little bit of USA. I mean, I know we do have some of our um, – from Holland, right? We have – uh, No, it was who, – who, who are our subscribers again? I'm sorry, subscribers. I've... I will pull it up. Keep vamping. Yeah. Keep vamping. Anyway, so USA did beat Iran um, – one nil, um, nil meaning zero for those non-soccer folk or football Whoa. folk, whatever you want to call it. Well, he's using technical folks. terms, folks. Buckle in. Yeah, uh, but it came down to uh, Christian Pulisic again, U.S.'s number one guy. Uh, not their captain. Um, their captain is the youngest captain since like 1950. I think it was 1950 um, or 19. Uh, Brussels, like Belgium. Belgium. Got it. Um, close. It was, it's close, but I was going to say Netherlands, Ooh, our fans versus us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, Christian Pulisic literally gave his body for that goal for the one nil over Iran, um, goes in towards the end of the first half. And, uh, it was a nice cross in by Weston McKinney and headed over from, uh, Dest. Um, and what happened was, Pulisic was able to get a foot on it, get the good goal, uh, but he was running full speed, and so was the goalie, and they collided, and he took a knee to uh, uh, the the pelvic region. A lot of people thought he got hit in the nuts. Some people thought in the stomach, but it was the pelvic, and he actually had a pelvic contusion. Uh, it just got told today that he is cleared to play. Um, they did clear I had one play. of those my wedding night. Pelvic contusion. That's great. Uh, <laughs> um but uh he has been cleared to play it was day-to-day uh yesterday in his press conference he did not say hey i'm gonna play or i'm not gonna play he was very professional about it like hey this is what happened the medical team and i were working on our best to get me available for the the round of 16 he goes if if there's any chance of me playing i'm gonna play um and so he'll be out there 
Um, but the the thing that is a big question for us going into the round of 16 is um, who are they going to start? Um, because when they subbed everybody out, three of them being to injury um, in uh, uh, the last game against Iran, uh, the last day of group uh, group play for them, um, the subs came in and they looked flat, beyond flat. Like there was 15 minutes where I was like, okay, well, Iran's going to score a goal and we're going to be out because we had a win to go to go through. We couldn't draw. We couldn't lose. Yeah. And um, there was 15 minutes there where they had four. Iran had in 15 minutes four quality shots, um, high risk shots on the goalie. The goalie had to make a couple saves. He made one that was really intense. Um, there was also they had to look at VR to see and. Um, the main ref was listening in, you know, he was waiting for the call to see if it was uh, uh, another penalty by the same guy who cost us the penalty in the Wales game. Um, but he did not. Um, he did have his hand on his shoulder uh, in the box as the ball was coming in, but he did not pull him down. He had it on there and the guy felt the contact and dropped. And so they called it, they called it, no, get up. You're, you didn't get fouled. Um, but I mean, in the moment I thought it was, I, I, it looked like, cause I knew that the guy grabbed his shoulder and I thought he pulled him down, but as they slow mowed it and watched it, it was clear. He had his hand on his shoulder, but he did not pull in any gesture. The guy just got touched on the shoulder and was like, Oh, I'm going to try to draw a foul. But regardless, the ball was still made contact with the player and he almost scored, but our goalie, Matt Turner, who plays for my EPL team, Arsenal, um, was able to fall quick enough and basically sat on the ball and it rolled behind him. And one of our defenders came and just booted it away. Cause it was a free ball behind our goalie in between him and the net. So it was a nerve wracking situation, but us did advance. Um, so there's some heavy hitters that are out of it. And, um, right now and, uh, Brazil looking, they did win today. So Brazil is through as well. And they're, still I, heavy I work with to win it all. I work with so many Brazilians who are it, so it, fucking cocky. So it, well, I they root. are they are the the favorites to win this year. Still, so, I um, actively root against Brazil. Also, uh, sorry to uh, Canada for losing. They are besides the United States where we get the most downloads. So, to all my Canadian peeps, stay classy. For all of our Canadian peeps, sorry that you did not advance. Losing to Morocco. Losing to Morocco. I mean, and and they and that was a that was an easy. I'll be honest, that was a bit of an easy, uh, easier group: Croatia, Belgium, Canada, Morocco. That sounds like it's a sign for me to say we're done. My kid's yeah. getting annoyed that she's done eating and she wants to play, so I gotta go play with her. Jesus, uh, have fun with that. This has been the only sports podcast. I am hoping that by our next podcast Monday. My voice will be better. So we will have new episodes up every Tuesday and Friday on the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. We are in for, yeah, that's Casino's child screaming bloody murder. Thank God she is alive, though. Uh, (laughs) And, yeah, hopefully my voice is better Monday. We'll see you Tuesday with a new episode. And, boy, sports. Oh, wait.